Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. As we bring you the best bits from a big week of news. Now, Justina talks showbiz, Titus O'Reilly talks sport. Well, last night came the date we hoped would never come. The real love boat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wrong date. Of course, we're talking about Queen Elizabeth's funeral. An incredible moment, a mix of sadness and celebration of the life of the longest reigning monarch, Queen Elizabeth II. So we want to focus on the coverage, and everywhere you look, presenters across the country are still wearing black. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening from London. Happy Friday, Surf Turkeys. <laughs> Respectful. Of course, last night, everyone was covering the funeral. But on sunrise, it sounded more like a movie. On Monday, 7 News will bring you Queen Elizabeth II, the grateful goodbye. <laughs> I can't wait for the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Queen Elizabeth VI, half-bald prince. people watch the funeral. Don't ask me, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No, no I had basketball last night. Um, that was big. <laughs> so three billion people watched as the world came together. A truly historic day. This historic day. On a monumental day. For a lot of people, it is also just another Monday. <laughs> For the biggest event of the year, Channel 9 brought out the big guns. And you've seen some things in your journalistic career, mm. your stellar career. Mm. No one sees more than Tracy Grimshaw. We're looking at live pictures of who's... We're trying to tell you who's already there. We're looking at the backs of their heads, but it, it looks like him. Can you see, Ollie? Oh, it's hard to see. It is. But anyway, what are we not seeing today? Everything! <laughs> what are you doing? You're on, the, you're on the viewing platform from hell. <laughs> I think Michael Usher has spotted a world leader. The President of the United States, Joe Biden, arriving now. Let's just turn Andrew Quita to step out of there's no, there's no stars and stripes, so maybe not. In this one, ah, here he is. There we go. I think in the second vehicle, normally, yes, that is the there President is. Joe Biden. There he is. There he is, that one. I think Tracy's managed to spot someone. Who's this? No, hard to identify. Maybe uh, minor royals, members of the... I can't identify them we at this point. We can't spot everyone, no. unfortunately. They look like they could well be local dignitaries. It's hard to see them looking at the backs of their heads. But I think we are now getting to the pointy end, as they say, of the... Was... I'm just told that was Liz Trust, the new Prime Minister. <laughs> Right. With all these world leaders in London, naturally, security was tight. Monitoring those with dangerous obsessions about the royal family. Welcome to Sunrise. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's, that's not, that's not dangerous. The security was tight for everyone, but especially for Channel 10's team. Elite SAS, as well as snipers. We've got a couple on a roof just close to our broadcast <laughs> spot. One way to take out Koshi. <laughs> it's all right, they, they took refuge on 10 Peach, so they are, they are safe. <laughs> Thankfully, though, everyone made it safely into the church without incident. And for one lady, without a handshake. Just watch 
what's the bottom left here? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> let's have a look at that again. Oh, oh. <laughs> then came that special moment for the Queen's children. We'll see the four of them together. Tracy Grimshaw. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not those four. <laughs> They've come a long way since they found Narnia in that wardrobe. <laughs> well, as the Queen took her final journey on that 123-year-old gun carriage, it was hard for commentators to find the words. So Tracy Grimshaw gave up. Just so you know, there will not be constant commentary here. There will be great slabs of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kiwi TV summed it up best. Well, I think we're taking some live shots now just uh, that are coming in of us. Oh. <laughs> Great slabs of silence. Well done. Well, Kiwi TV couldn't afford to send anyone to Buckingham Palace, so they came up with a clever solution. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> You obviously just got Minecraft there in New Zealand, have you? It's <laughs> come out this week. Yes. Well, New Zealand did send some Kiwis to the UK. New Zealand's finest, hand-picked to represent New Zealand at the Queen's funeral. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be looking forward to the funeral, but... No. <laughs> she, she said that before she died as well, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I think this Kiwi journalist gave us a little bit too much info. They arrive, they get their briefing, they get their breakfast pack, they then make a quick portaloo spot uh, drop and then... <laughs> a quick portaloo drop? What are they...? Well, what else was there besides portaloos? There is a number of food stalls that line up in a row just on my right-hand side and, of course, you've got the portaloos. Okay, okay forget right. about the portaloos. What else? You can see the crowds go as far as the eye can see. You've got the portaloos. No. <laughs> the well, the crowd camped out early to secure their spot. And preparation is everything. So I've got chair, umbrella, um, blow up bed, I've got my own pillow from home, I've even brought uh, me cordless hair straighteners. <laughs> She's got a portaloo in there. Wow, it's amazing. Mind you, not everyone was happy to chat. Plenty of people, though, that have been camping out overnight, as in London. Uh, good morning there, ma'am. How are you going there? <laughs> yeah, great. Plenty of people down here. Great chat. Just good to see Camilla got a good spot. It's, it's good to see. I think Channel 7 officially ran out of people to talk to. Trev, uh, one of the sniffer dogs. OK. First question, who's a good boy? <laughs> well, Trying to sniff out Markles, by the way. Um, yeah. it's, a sniffer, it's a sniffer dog, or as Tracy Grimshaw calls it, a cat. an interview like journalist turned comedian Michael Rowland. James, Nicola, Hamish and Elsie. Now, James and Nicola, you're from Scotland and Hamish and Elsie are Kiwis. So two Scots and two Kiwis walk into a bar and they meet an Australian TV presenter. So thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> I, think, I think four tourists leave a bar. What's <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Australian TV presenter, thank you for joining us. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, a great, great slab of silence. <laughs> well, this, well, this week, thousands joined that special queue. This is actually um, the line for coffee. Very good coffee, I can confirm. I had one earlier and I'm still talking about Sorry. it. <laughs> Sorry, not that queue. The official queue. Even the queue to queue was over queue. Okay, too many queues. <laughs>
sounds like a bad hand in Scrabble. But this. There are two. There are two. There are two snipers over there. You, you better be careful, mate. <laughs> the reason people came out was simple. We've come to look at people queuing. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> it was the queue to visit Westminster Abbey to pay their respects to the Queen. Nothing else comes first. Did you always know that you'd be coming here today to to see no. the the lying insane? Did it on the spur of the moment last night after we'd been to see Tina Turner the show. <laughs> Apparently, Tina Turner is lying in state, so that's well worth a visit. Reporters were right in the thick of it. It's been fascinating speaking to so many people in this queue. Speaking to so many people. Excuse me, sir. Not, not you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Just before you. Uh, no, I, how are you doing, madam? No, she doesn't want to talk. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I've had nights out like that. Um, <laughs> But the wait in the queue was a long wait. That wait time could be 30 hours. <laughs> Thanks, Amelia. Thanks, Amelia. Okay. That's got there. 29 hours now, but a long wait, but no regrets. How long have you been queuing? Since 6 o'clock. Since 6, six o'clock. And has it been yes. worth it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> But the big fear for those wanting to queue... I think they do have a lot of toilets. I don't know if that's 100% Do they have portaloos all the way... All, all I, along I believe they have a lot. I don't think they necessarily have enough. That's why I haven't been able to go down there, with, obviously, with my IBS. Correct. So, <laughs> I think his queue's moving a lot faster. Um, it's time for a toilet break. We'll be back with more of the team seats right after this. We continue our special coverage. Tonight, as I said, I'll have something to say about the passing of Queen Elizabeth and I'll make some interesting points about the Queen's handbags and a little bit of poetry. Well, let's cross back to London. This is the end. The end of Queen Elizabeth II's reign. And Joe Biden's holiday, by the looks of that. <laughs> Apparently they did offer him the hearse and they thought he'd be more comfortable <laughs> in the hearse. Look, of course, it's all been about the Queen this week and to truly understand the Queen... You have to speak to those closest to her. They were absolute pleasure to meet. I was the elephant handler that met the Queen. <laughs> now it looks after Andrew, so that's interesting. <laughs> I think we can get closer. Brian Scott has served the Queen her favourite pork sausages. Sorry, those are, those are Charles's fingers. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, little mix up there. Sorry. Sky News spoke to a senior royal photographer who shared some special memories. And uh, I, I was sent down to photograph the longest sausage being cooked. <laughs> Is there a Bunnings Balmoral? What's yeah. going on? What do I do? Back home, there's a very special Kiwi connection to the Queen. Meet the Kiwi hairdresser who once trialled to style the Queen full-time while hungover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there. A drunk hairdresser now works for Boris Johnson, so that's yeah. <laughs> get a job. But no one knew the Queen like this Aussie team. Aussie expat Nona raised her son Henry in Windsor. She recalls a close shave Henry had with the Queen's Bentley. Henry was riding his bike around the Great Park one day with his dad, and the Queen nearly ran over him. <laughs> 
she tried to reverse again, but she couldn't quite get the angle. Yes. <laughs> Sadly. The car door. <laughs> Sadly, Henry had a twin who had a close shave with Prince Philip's uh, Land Rover. And... <laughs> Oh, so Prince Philip's too soon? <laughs> so how do we honour Her Majesty? Nine News Gold Coast have an idea. One of the ideas is placing a statue in her memory here at Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> you didn't see, but that actually hit Henry. Oh, did so, it really? Yeah. Close show. Still, no one does a touching tribute quite like a current affair. No one waved quite like our Queen. One, two, three... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Outcast would have been better suited to Harry and Meghan. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, this week we heard so many really touching tributes to Her Majesty. Good riddance, QE2, you effing parasite. Sorry. <laughs> Alan didn't say that. Talk that was her. Megan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Talk about her effing handbags. <laughs> but now attention turns to the new king. Uh, Jane, Matty Panos, what about him just dressed as the king? Yeah. Hey, who needs Charles when you've got Matthew on the parade? Well, perhaps not the day to be talking about that. No, that's that. a very good point. <laughs> that, is a, <laughs> that is a very good point. Sorry, the real king, King Charles. What advice would you give you, King? What would you like to see him do? Do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more an Andrew thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This week saw King Charles visit Wales. For the first time as monarch, it has been an historic <laughs> day. <laughs> Incredible. The only thing that's missing... As monarch, it has been an historic day. <laughs> I'm not sure the Welsh gave the warmest welcome to King Charles. King Charles touched down as their monarch, and as His Majesty set foot on Welsh soil... Whoa! <laughs> Alright, Lisa Wilkinson is safe. <laughs> King Charles addressed the people of Wales this week, and he spoke to them in their own language. Dio o galon ichi am ich geriai karedig. Now, that was... He was trying to do English, but he couldn't read his own handwriting. No, <laughs> Can we actually get the subtitles on that? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> not quite right. Of course, Charles had some trouble with a pen earlier in the week. Not this time. We can uh, show you those pictures now. Uh, there he is, holding his pen, looking very confident, as he should. He's brought it from home uh, as he signs that book. No leaking, no issues with inkwells, just a nice, clear signature there. Look at that. Job done. I think he's saying to himself. <laughs> Outside, thousands queued up for hours to meet the king. He shook my hand and uh, I solemnly declare I will never wash it. <laughs> those pen ink stains will last a lifetime. So, For those that waited, it was well worth the wait. For some, the wait paid off. We're going to go home and have some champagne. You're going to have steak. Because we've met the king. <laughs> Apparently that dog doesn't want, to, doesn't want to wash its left paw either, but yeah. it'll keep that forever. <laughs> I need a cannon uh, right about now. At the end of the day, the big question is... What kind of a king will King Charles be? With King Charles III, just tell me what type of monarch you hope he'll be. 
Well, I hope he'll be a great monarch for um, as a king, because he has a teacher. His mother was a teacher, and uh, has learned him how to do the king thing. <laughs> how to do the king so thing. So very eloquent. <laughs> On that note, we've got to take a break. Back with more of the team seats. Right after this. Entertainment. Thanks to Domino's new burger joint pizzas. Domino's new burger joint pizzas are designed for delivery. Hurry, they're running out fast. <laughs> Someone who always delivers from Nova FM, it's Mel Tracina. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Mel. And what a segue. I also love that the Italians on the desk, we talk about pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm here for it. They're delicious. Food of my people. Don't, don't try and weasel your way into our little... <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to sell it better. <laughs> have to because they sell themselves <laughs> with Domino's new burger joint pizzas. Sorry. That was smooth. <laughs> it was a... I'll be lying in state by the end of this episode, by the way. Obviously a massive week of Queen coverage with countless documentaries across every TV network. Uh, there were too many to choose from, but I think streaming services had the most vital Queen content. Here are Queens. <laughs> By far my favourite tribute, yeah. <laughs> uh, to Seven's Farmer Wants a Wife, which this week saw the farmers take their partners camping. And as women looking for an outdoorsy lifestyle, they came with plenty of camping experience. Look at this. Camping is so cool. I mean, to be fair, I've never been camping before. <laughs> uh, for the ones that have been camping, they shared their requirements. Like, I love camping. Mm -hmm. I love it. Part of me, it's part of my lifestyle and I love it. No, I like camping, as long as it's not like a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need a port yeah. to avoid <laughs> Thankfully, Belangelo is lovely this time of year, so I'll have a great time. Uh, and you can always trust this show to remind us of the beauty of true love, thanks to the farmer's eloquent way with words. Fishing's a lot like love. you just got to be patient. And once you catch a good catch, you don't throw it back. <laughs> so, while he didn't catch a catch, he did catch chlamydia. So that was <laughs> The Amazing Race continues here on 10, where the show took viewers to the beautiful sights of Turkey. Oh, is Pat's having sex? <laughs> Actually, Tim McDonald's sex tape we just witnessed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure they're cats? Because I think Tracy Grimshaw thinks they're raccoons. She's <laughs> <laughs> a bit confused. Uh, in this episode, the contestants were able to use the challenge as practice for next year's Logies. <laughs> That's that not fair. <laughs> that, is, that is ibuprofen. So. <laughs> And, and we're, tr we're trying to get nominated, so could you ease up on the... Uh, another episode of Old People's Home for Teenagers aired over on the ABC where they made this announcement. At the end of this week, we're going to be doing a bit of an open day and we're going to be inviting your parents to come along. Oh, that'll be a bit hard. <laughs> Please RSVP or RIP, depending yes. on the situation. 
So the volunteers got busy decorating and making baked goods for the open day. How much will we charge for that? Five dollars? Five dollars. You've no. got another one here if you want to do another one, Maureen. Oh, God. Make sure you put some gloves oh, on okay. and that you don't eat it. <laughs> It sounded a bit harsh, but Maureen was doing this with the icing sugar. No, no, no. <laughs> they also did a word association game that didn't seem quite as empowering. When you think of old people, what are five words that come to mind immediately? Um, wrinkly. <laughs> smushy. Oh my God. How about offended? Yes. <laughs> uh, so what do the older generation think of the younger generation? Overindulged. Lack discipline. So they seem to spend all their time on mobile phones. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, and a big thank you to, to the three-year-old who lent you that phone. Hello, Ken. I think I have someone on the remote right now. <laughs> Hello, Domino's. <laughs> so, okay. Give me back my phone. Thank you. Uh, to one of my personal favourites now, Gogglebox, where the Gogglebox is tuned into a show you might recognise. Tuesday, we watched The Cheap Seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. They're funny, funny, these two. I like these guys. Cheap Seats is the discount version of Have You Been Paying Attention? <laughs> A show where people react to TV clips, that sounds like a discount version of the cheap seats. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so confused. Are we watching them? Watching us. Watching them. Watching us. <laughs> One for the Rogue Traders fans. <laughs> that was a Very good. To Doghouse Australia now, a show that brings you some interesting dogs and even more interesting humans. Hey, how you going? Not too bad. I love your outfit. This is my normal stuff. No way! My day job's fixing computers. Um... <laughs> but what, what's your night job? <laughs> I think he takes them out the back. And... <laughs> It's a show that features singles, couples and people getting friend-zoned live on TV. I've known Greg for over 10 to 20 years, I think it is, and I've met Greg initially through work and we've actually become really good friends ever since. We've also moved in together, but we're not partners by any means, um, but we're just really good friends. <laughs> getting friend-zoned on TV, you'd know about that, Tim. <laughs> We're not friends. No. <laughs> by, by any means. Turning now to Baby Drivers, playing on Discovery Plus, a reality series about competitive children's go-kart racing. And with the kids getting up to speeds of over 100 kilometres an hour, you'd hope it's still safe, right? Is this dangerous? You bet your ass this is dangerous. My mom told me she was going to call Child Protective Services on me. That's how crazy it is. Is there still time to make that call? <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> if you're thinking go-karting is just a fun weekend hobby, then allow these very normal parents to explain. The go-kart itself is five grand. If you want a rocket in that motor, it's going to set you back three, four thousand dollars for one. You're going to need three. You're going to spend eighty thousand dollars a year. Easy. On a seven to ten year old. Am I going to make you come poor? <laughs> so the parents on this show treat their kids like athletes, which means having them train like athletes. We let the chips fall where they fall. What kind of chips? Not literal chips. <laughs> <laughs> I 
gonna make you start working out every time you start talking about food. Firm body, remember? Firm body, firm heart. Um, is it wet or tear? <laughs> Oh my God, it's blood and motor oil. <laughs> Is it worth a watch? Absolutely worth a watch. Yeah. Should I phone a friend and get out? <laughs> On that note, would you please thank Mel Chisina? <laughs> Welcome back. You're watching the team, please. Time to step into the wide world of sport. Would you please welcome Titus O'Reilly? <laughs> To see you, Titus. No, look, it's uh, it's a big week in sport. I've never said that before, but uh, I, I think it's better if I let Mark Beretta explain why. And if this time of the year couldn't get any better, there are just over 40 days to go until one of the best-loved supercars events makes a welcome return. The Gold Coast 500 is back. Oh yes, just 40 nights. So kids, get out your advent calendars. There's nothing, nothing bigger. Uh, now, big news this week with the ABC breaking into their round-the-clock coverage of the Queen's passing to briefly mention that Roger Federer has finally retired. Breaking this morning, game set and scratch. Scratch? Wow. Not a racehorse. <laughs> bring, a, bring the screen across. <laughs> Apparently at Wimbledon he's going to lie in the station. You can visit him on other side. <laughs> Lovely, lovely touch. Uh, now, everyone loved Federer because he wasn't Djokovic. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> his big claim to fame. Now, uh, he announced his retirement in what can only be described as a voicemail recorded by a robot. The Labour Cup next week in London will be my final ATP event. <laughs> I will play more tennis in the future, of course, but just not in Grand Slams or on the tour. Oh, so emotional. I've been dumped a few times like that. <laughs> I'm no, just kidding. I've never had a partner. Um... Well, I think Seven Sunrise summed it up best. Now, Tim, he sure is one of the goats. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, some would say the greatest goat of all, greatest of all time. <laughs> the greatest goat of all of all time. The greatest, greatest. greatest. The greatest, greatest. Like ATM machine. Uh, now, to the NRL and a surprise this week... Hello and welcome to A Current Affair. I'm Tracy Grimshaw. No, not Tracy Grimshaw. No. <laughs> Hello and welcome to A Current Affair. I'm Phil Gould. Uh, I always expected Phil Gould to be on A Current Affair, but just in a story. Yeah. <laughs> With hello, and, hello and welcome to Current Affair. I'm concussed. <laughs> I think the way Tracy's seeing things at the moment, she thinks that is Tracy Grimshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to the AFL, Collingwood's fans cleared their diaries to get up to Sydney to watch their team take on the Swans this weekend. And I'm supposed to be having a, an operation on my spine yesterday. Can't happen if I've got to come to the footy. No. <laughs> Typical Collingwood supporters always trying to keep the compo coming in. <laughs> Now, it was the Swans who would go on to triumph by a single point. One of the best games of football you'll ever see. It's the Swans. And the Pies Cinderella story finally grinds to a halt. So Collingwood won't play in the grand final, which is great news for Pies fans who have surgery booked for next season. <laughs> That's a good point. Now, the AFL's grand final week has kicked off with the Brownlow. It's a serious affair. Geelong, Jay Cameron, three votes. Richmond v West Coast. Richmond and Broad one vote. It's just nice to see an AFL player doing something legal in a casino. <laughs> Very rare. Was he eating flowers? He was eating watermelon. <laughs> Is that a watermelon? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I borrow those glasses? <laughs> Tracy Grimshaw. Yeah. <laughs> a new segment, Tim identifies fruit. <laughs> Do you not eat fruit? I thought that was a flower. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a way more normal thing to eat. <laughs> That's why Naturally. I thought I got a laugh, because it was an unusual thing to do. Well, we're just playing people eating fruit, are we? <laughs> That's why I get to laugh. That's why I thought it was weird. Uh, now, the Swans face off against Geelong, and it seems Geelong only have one fan. Got a few super fans here with me this morning. Glenn is a very brave man. More and more Lions fans turns up. My poor mate Glenn here is getting outnumbered. Are you that confident about tonight? Oh, 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 oh. Glenn is the real MVP. We're just hoping for something new for this week. Love it. Yeah. And Glenn, 2020, you guys have Glenn is obviously unemployed, but he, uh, he does have friends and they're a very normal bunch. Um, I've got my big sign up on the wall. I've made a big four metre sign saying, Gee, long may you reign. How's that for the um, time with the Queen passing? So, yeah, I've got my banners and all my gear here ready to go. I'm going to do another change later before the match, so um, do, me, do me night game look. <laughs> early morning look. Yeah. I'm glad he's going to change because that is not evening wear. Yeah. I was going to say the Queen at 96 could get a spot on Geelong's rookie list. Uh, <laughs> so the only thing that would have made that funny is if I was eating some cantaloupe. That would have really sold that joke. Uh, now, you'll remember when Andrew Redmayne made several penalty saves against Peru to book a spot in the World Cup for the Socceroos. Here he goes. Now, remember he's doing the wiggle kind of move? This was went everywhere. Uh, now, in response to that, he's now officially been made a grey wiggle. Everybody clap. Everybody sing. La, 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 la. <laughs> he's the first wiggle to not ever working with children check. <laughs> Well, he just hadn't applied. I'm not saying he couldn't get one. Um, <laughs> now, it's been a momentous moment this week in the Australian Cup. Is that what we're going with? That's what we're going with. Who writes this? Oh, wait, I did. Uh, now, I'll let Matt Shervington explain. At age 13, Oak Lee Cannons player Yuma Abili made history last night, becoming the youngest player to compete in the Australia Cup. He was 13 wow. and they put him out to play, which is better than the last government. They wanted him to drive a forklift. Um, <laughs> now, how do you celebrate after such a momentous moment? Was it hard to get to sleep last night? What did you sort of do um, after the match? After the match, I had a shower. <laughs> wow, I would have tipped tequila. <laughs> uh, now, there's one thing everyone will tell you about sport, which is always keep your eye on the ball. I'm not laughing at him. Definitely not. <laughs> I, really I think we all up. are. There you go. <laughs> he just forgot. <laughs> Sorry. He just forgot to take the ball. This is fantastic. This is absolutely marvellous. I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, I can relate. It's like sometimes in this segment when you go for the joke and it's just not there. Uh, and lastly, uh, now another thing they always tell you in sport is stay hydrated. Like this guy here. I don't know what he is doing. <laughs> it's like he's never drunk water before. 
I thought he was drinking flowers. Sorry. <laughs> now, another thing you need to do in sport is to stay focused. Yeah. No matter what distraction. Oh, this is a Targo in New Zealand this week. There he goes. Oh, wow. Doesn't even notice. McCarthy converts the try. He's still running. <laughs> On that note, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Mr. Titus Welcome back to the cheap seats. We're on the UK this week with world leaders flocking to London to farewell the Queen. So UK police had to beef up their operations by introducing a new crime-fighting initiative. Bikes. We're really quiet, so you can properly sneak up on people. <laughs> really, really quiet. Really quiet. Well, how does it work? Compared to drones and other high-tech policing solutions, some may think bikes are a little old-school. <laughs> Successfully got his lunch money, so that's good. <laughs> well, it's all well and good if your suspect is slowly moving on their own, but what if they're running away? Put down the knife! Put down the knife! Get back! Get back! Put the knife down! Put the knife down now! Oh. Is this the future of policing? <laughs> But not that, luckily, that wasn't a penny farthing, because that could have decapitated him. <laughs> well, not every leader was in the UK. This week, the Prime Minister of Pakistan, Shabazz Sharif, sat down with Vladimir Putin. A powerful leader who just can't figure out how to use an earpiece. Can somebody help me? Yeah, no, we might. come back to Pakistan. Well, staying overseas, how about we head... And can I just show you this? Ironically, this is time wasting. What are you? What a game! What a game! What, what a game! What a game! A champagne-worthy game. Absolutely. Let's have a big drink of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> can we get a Can we get a ref in here? <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to take a light out. I'm worried. Was this too dangerous? Oh no! Aim it at Aim it at the audience. <laughs> I'm going to be gentle. <laughs> I don't need this. I'm already wasted. <laughs> it was a huge game. I was I was there, and when you know New Zealand won, I don't know if you remember, uh, the, the whistle went off, and I turned to the nearest person in a Wallabies jersey, and I said, "Get wrecked." I was, <laughs> and then I was, I did kind of overreact, and then she turned to me and said. Melanie Bracewell, I love the cheap seats. And oh. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look good on me. But... Well, we'd love to reminisce, but the champagne has gone flat. <laughs> as has the segment. What are you doing? Well, it was not the biggest sporting story across the ditch. Can we catch up with New Zealand's fastest sausage dog? Yes! They got an exclusive interview. Some confident. Rupert, are you going to win today? 
Look, the rules are simple. Here's how the racing works. Dogs need to get from one end to the other. There are two handlers allowed, and they can do whatever they want to get them to the other side. The motivating factor was mutt butter treats. Did it work? No, he came dead last. Oh. <laughs> Apparently that's what the Wallabies had pre-game yeah. as well. Does not work. Well, big news across the ditch was the first Air New Zealand flight direct to New York. To see my son, uh, who was engaged early this year. I haven't seen him for close to three years. <laughs> He's going for a bagel. I'm going to do some shopping. <laughs> it's, it's cheaper to fly to New York to get a bagel than get one at the airport. <laughs> that was a great joke, Melanie. Crack out the champagne! <laughs> Can't wait to drive home. Keep that on hand because New Zealand's oldest woman celebrated her 109th birthday this week. How does it feel to be 109? How do you feel, Aileen? That's Jan, helping her to hear. A bit old. <laughs> the Pakistan Prime Minister took her hearing aid. That, so. that, is. <laughs> that is. Actually, what is her secret? She um, drinks a lot of Milo. Milo Grigio, I think. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's all right. And that was... Now, it's been a big week, so we couldn't get to the main story. The naked man was seen walking casually down a street in Bankstown. It was hard to ignore. For witnesses, it was noticeable immediately. This man... Was not wearing a hat. Was not wearing a hat, he said. Good to see Titus O'Reilly out and about. Yes. The chase was on. Security pictures show him walking casually naked along Chapel Road, Bankstown, 2pm yesterday. Police responded within minutes and shortly after a brief foot pursuit, the second in just a few days for this cop. <laughs> They got him back with some mutt butter treats. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to show that. Where did he end up? Heartland Championship. Championship. <laughs> we We've got to take a break. Back with more of the cheap seats right after this. Now, don't forget, you can catch up on any episodes you miss anytime on 10 Plane. Just pop in the headphones and enjoy. Speaking of headphones. <laughs> yes. How is he going? How is it going? All right, he's got some help. Nice. There's one man you want to keep waiting. It's Vladimir Putin. <laughs> okay, I think he's good to go. Looks good. Loud and clear, let's go. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'll come back to that. Well, in the meantime, let's get the latest forecast. Coming up early with the weekend weather. <laughs> Those earphones can be a bit tricky, can't they? Now, can I just give a quick cheap seats shout out to a friend of the show, South Australian Chief Health Officer Nicholas Burrier, who this week received the highest honour. Like Bowie and Beyonce, South Australia's Chief Health Officer Nicholas Burrier has joined an exclusive list of stars by having a scientific discovery named after her. The new strain of bacteria will be known as Nicolia Spurrieriana in recognition of her work through the pandemic. What a proud moment. Just ask. Philip Herpes. Yeah. He's, it's amazing. What was that 
name again? Adelaide researchers have named a new strain, the Nicolea spiruliana bacterium. <laughs> I'll try that again. Spiruliana. Got that close. The Nicola <laughs> Spiriana bacterium. OK, your time wasting now. Yeah. But can I just give a cheap seats shout out to my hero of the week, yes. one lucky truck driver. As he walks away from his burning rig, it's rocked by an Whoa. explosion. But the cool, calm truckie doesn't even look back. Shrugging <laughs> off his near miss is just another day on the job. <laughs> How often does this happen? Well, when you deliver Samsungs, these things happen. <laughs> Uh, everything was fine, it's just for mechanical failure and that's it. <laughs> okay, great. Well, many are hitting the road for the school holidays, so we need to keep the kids entertained. So I think it's time to... <laughs> pencil it in. This is where we grab our diaries and pencil in a big school holiday week. <laughs> what is it? Is that your diary? No, it's Philip Herpes. Um, <laughs> there you go. He's going to need some events. Well, you could head to the Carnival of Flowers in Toowoomba. There's been so much more moisture um, occurring naturally and um, there's, there's been a few weeks now where we actually haven't had to do any watering. So it's been great. And it's good water, great water, you know, water from the sky. Water from the sky. Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Keen to go to that show? Uh, let's see what Philip Herpes has got on. <laughs> oh, he's on The Real Love Boat. OK. <laughs> Can't make a fan. What else is on? Well, you could head to this new Pixar-themed mini-golf park in Mackay. Navigate Ratatouille's kitchen and take off in the balloon house from up. <laughs> yeah. Not quite as magical. It's like the real thing. <laughs> well, you could... Head up your local car club. Not only just restoration and earning some money, but looking after each other as well. What I've learned from these people today is that if you're sitting at home and you want to get involved in something like this, get off your lazy ass because there's car clubs <laughs> all through the state. Okay, settle down. It's nice to see the old man from up. Uh, <laughs> well, wherever you go, we'll leave you with the wise words of Arthur Ald, who this week turned 101. What's your secret? to living to 101. Down die. <laughs> Happy birthday, Arthur! We'll see you next week right here in the Cheap Seats. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.